This is a HeadGum Podcast. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guys Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? Tom, I'm happy to be alive here in New York City. Me in too. 2016. Jeez Louise. Hey, you you said it, pal. Uh, you said it, boyo. Yeah. Uh, nothing like... Uh, Brushes with death. Yeah. Um, Tom, uh-huh. have you ever had a brush with death? Um, hmm, like a real deal brush with death? Yeah, like I almost got hit by a bus one time yeah. and you saved me. Yeah. Um, I've denied it all this whole time. <laughs> like this probably happened in like what, 2006? There was a, I think probably even longer ago. Yeah, um, and I almost, I stepped out and you were like, whoa, and you tried to make yourself out as such a hero. Um, and I resented <laughs> you for it. I didn't try to make myself out of you such a You talked about it a lot. Like, you know I saved your life. And, like, I was like, no, well, you didn't. I, I wouldn't like, have gotten hit by I, that like, button. grabbed you and, like, flung you into the air. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this guy thinks he's some sort of Batman. Yeah. Batman? Uh, yeah. What, how's it pronounced? Batman. A Batman. Batman. <laughs> this guy thinks he's some kind of Batman. Um, yeah. Uh, but I'm willing to admit now, Tom. Uh-huh. I might have gotten hit or run over by that bus. Right. Had you not intervened. And for that, I am grateful. Well, thank you. And I accept uh, the key of the city on behalf of uh, well, I am its the citizens. Mayor. <laughs> um, now, I, was, I was waiting until I was elected mayor, Tom. Well, so thank I you. Could I give you the key to the city. The, yeah, so you could thank me properly. Yes. Well, Tim, uh, what you're alluding to, though, is why we're saying that we're, we're back safe and sound is that we were both in uh, the wilderness. Yeah. For a few days. The way this uh, episode sounds so far, mm-hmm. it sounds like you and I are joined at the hip. <laughs> <laughs> we're walking around the city together, uh, ten, saving each ten other. Ten years ago, saving each other. Yeah. Then we were stranded in the wilderness <laughs> together. Uh, we went on a we went on a trip to Yosemite National Park. Yeah, uh, uh, with four other friends. We have lots of other friends. Yeah, it was a high school bro trip. Mm-hmm. Well. We all used to be in high school together. <laughs> Wouldn't it be cool if you and I were just like, yeah, we went to the woods with some 16 and 17-year-olds? Yeah, technically we were chaperones, but uh, it was still pretty cool. <laughs> I'd say we were the coolest chaperones. Um, We were the like stereotypical like middle-aged men, mm-hmm. right? Like going. We're not middle-aged yet. Tom, how old are you planning on living to? <laughs> well, they... I mean, I guess... I plan on living past my late 60s. So, yeah, I yeah. plan on living forever, Tim. Yeah, but like Trick when people question. are like, oh, I'm turning 50, I'm middle-aged. It's like, so, <laughs> sorry, pal. You're make it to 100, yeah. idiot. <laughs> uh, Maybe uh, the Peter Thiel, right? Well, they keep saying that millennials might be the first generation that never dies. That's... 
who wants to never die? Yeah. Especially with all this news going on, right? <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. You open up no, a newspaper I don't die. and you're just like, that's some sad here's stuff, the thing. right? If they solve death, it's not going to be like a permanent cure. It's probably going to be like, well, we've solved death as long as you keep you know, paying the subscription. <laughs> yeah. Whoever cures death, that guy's going to be pretty rich. Oh, yeah. And it's oh, definitely going to be on a subscription gonna, it's basis. It's going to be Peter Thiel. Yeah. Ah, uh, we're gonna have to pay him, and he's just gonna get more and more powerful. And we're gonna have to like kiss his feet and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Or at the very least, give him some blood. Yeah, he loves getting his feet kissed and blood and blood. Tim, he's gonna sue us out of existence. He's gonna send Hulk Hogan after us. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't imagine. Um, but anyway, I'd like him a lot more if he had Hulk Hogan do his bidding. Not in the, the courtroom, <laughs> but like if you sit in, in the squared circle, yeah, or if like you're just sitting at home and then suddenly uh, your door breaks down and a man comes in and rips his shirt off, and yeah, and he's like, You're in trouble, brother, yeah, and then I am a real American starts <laughs> blasting and he just beats the hell out of you, yeah, throws you out the window that because that would be like. Look, nobody wants to get their the, their their butts kicked, yeah. their their can handed to them, mm-hmm. but uh. But it's kind of an honor if Hulk Hogan does <laughs> oh, it. Oh, absolutely, it's yeah. an honor. Ask the Iron Sheik. Look, I'm not asking the Iron Sheik <laughs> anything. That's that's a bear that I don't want to poke. Uh, you could, yeah. There had to have been some kind of gentleman's agreement between them of like, look, I'll I'll fund the lawsuit against Gawker, uh, Terry, but uh, you're gonna have to give me something back for it. You're gonna have to be my personal muscle. Yeah, that'd be great. At the very least, you're going to have to tell me where to get those tearaway shirts for cheap. <laughs> Do you remember when we were kids? Uh, I just remember being like uh, really, I remember being really into Hulk Hogan, even though like I didn't really know what Hulk Hogan was. You know what I mean? Like I <laughs> knew he was a wrestler. Yeah, I knew he was a wrestler. But, like, I didn't understand why people liked him so much. But I was just like, everybody likes Hulk Hogan. I want to like Hulk Hogan, too. Uh, and they sold, like... That's the way I feel about Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> like, but, I don't want to miss the train, but, yeah, like... But I don't... Yeah, like... Uh, but they... Uh, That's not true. I took a cab here, Tom. Uh-huh. Or I took a... A, 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 a limousine. A limousine. Uh-huh. Uh, the driver was listening to Pandora... Uh-huh. And Beyonce's Love on Top came on. Oh. And I was like, awesome. This rules. Yeah. And then uh, 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 th- th- he turned it off. He skipped to the next song. What a jerk. And I was just like, man, one I don't star. know what I can do. Yeah, maybe I'll just <laughs> rate him one star. Yeah. Like, I was trying to be real passive aggressive because, like, well, nothing more passive aggressive than a one star review. <laughs> Ruin this man's livelihood yeah. for something he didn't know. Well, I just got really excited. He didn't skip any other songs, and there was some uh, that Angel of Mine yeah. song came on. He left that on. Mm-hmm. Who is that? Brandy, Monica? You could have said, mm, Driver, driver, we go back. I was going to just put on headphones and listen to it myself. Yeah. Be like, you know what? You don't get to hear those awesome key changes at the end. Uh, it modulates up like six <laughs> times before it fades out, Tom. It's insane. That woman's got a, she's a monster of a It might of, modulate a even more times and you don't even know about yeah. it because it fades out. Yeah, probably only her and the producer know. Maybe you think it fades out and it doesn't. It just keeps going, but it's past uh, human hearing. Yeah. Oh, dogs are loving it. <laughs> yeah, she probably goes so high with the, ooh, picture that. Yeah. Modulated up like uh, 15 times. Yeah, dogs everywhere be going nuts. 
So anyway. Wait, if they have concerts for kids, when are, like, should we start dog concerts what? in Brooklyn? Dogs can't appreciate music. I've told you this multiple times. I think they can. They can. And I it's think one if you of, get a bunch of dogs on stage, it's, well, like, those, be, like those Jingle Bell dogs, uh, you get them, <laughs> and you tell me you wouldn't pay $20 uh, to bring Ginger, your dog, mm-hmm. to that concert <laughs> around Christmas time, and just be like, look, Ginger, dogs. I've seen you watch TV when a dog comes on the screen, and you're like, look, Ginger, a dog. Yeah, but I don't think dogs understand like a performer and audience relationship. I think, I think Tom, my dog these would... days with social media, those 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 walls are being uh, yeah, knocked guess, down I anyway. Guess you're, you're right. I've thought about bringing my dog to like, um, uh, like when these uh, celebrity dogs do like signings and stuff, like, like uh, Grumpy Cat. Well, that's a cat, I guess. Yeah. But uh, I've thought about, like, yeah, maybe I'll bring my dog. Maybe uh, that'd be a nice thing for us to do together. <laughs> probably just bark at each other. Yeah, probably. <laughs> your dog would probably try to, like, pee on something. Yeah, that or dog they'd be like, don't on. bring yeah. your dog here. This dog's a professional dog. Your dog's an amateur. Yeah, and then don't bring like, your you, amateur. You say that one more time, you son of a bitch. This is, a, this is like the woman at the bookstore? This is the woman at Barnes & Noble. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get into a fist fight with for insulting my dog harlow and sage are there <laughs> uh but anyway tim we went on a wilderness adventure that we sure did that you had to see to believe or look at pictures or, or just like, listen to this yeah, episode. or be told keep, about it yeah just be told um we are not experienced in uh wilderness yeah. i mean i feel like you that became abundantly clear yeah um i feel like beforehand you mm-hmm. were talking kind of a big game about like, eh, I'll be fine, and like I do this stuff all the time. No, it was more that I, braggadocio. I've uh, I've over the years uh, like kind of uh, assembled a collection of uh, things uh, in anticipation of like uh, uh, the apocalypse. You've well, been watching a lot of like Alex Jones stuff. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> Uh, you have your. Are you a prepper? Are you a doomsday prepper? No, I'm. I'm not. But... I remember a time in like 2007 mm-hmm. where you like reached that fork in the road. Like you almost went to Costco and but bought then, one of those big barrels. But of then like the iPhone came out. MREs, so I was like, oh, yeah. everything's fine. Yeah. Um, you know what? Doomsday prepping uh, is one of those things I find fascinating, though. Uh Here's the thing. Yeah. Doomsday happens and yeah. you have to live the way that these doomsday preppers are planning on living. Mm-hmm. Count me out, buddy. Well, yeah. I'm going to be in heaven floating <laughs> on a cloud. <laughs> well, don't it, don't uh yeah, don't talk to me about eating some MREs and like fending off hordes with shotguns and stuff. It's funny because there are some doomsday preppers that I feel like are I feel like they're the most serious and the most pragmatic. They're like Oh, here's my doomsday preparation. It's just an armory. I'm just going to go out and take what I need and kill anyone who gets my way. But these are also the same guys that are like, and then when I die, I will ascend into heaven, paradise. Right. And it's like, all right, well, maybe not kill everybody and take all their things. (laughs) Just die gracefully and, uh, you know, float around in a cloud playing a harp. The the thing that appeals to me about being a doomsday prepper is just the idea of having a a hidden entryway into a bunker of some sort. Yeah, that's pretty cool. 
Like uh, you can't do that in Crown Heights, though. Tom. <laughs> no, it's very difficult. Tim. <laughs> my doomsday bunker is just the closet in my bedroom. Um, no, but like, well, I was here uh, during Sandy, and I actually wound up like not uh, having any problems. But like when Hurricane Park- Sandy, Superstorm yeah, Sandy, Superstorm yeah. Sandy, a devastating storm. Not to be confused with Sandra Bullock, uh, America's sweetheart, the Blindsider. But she I blindsided <laughs> our hearts. She sure did, Tim. Before she floated away with our hearts in gravity. Right. And then she sped back in speed. But before. Right. And then she (laughs) cruised her way into our hearts once again in speed two. Cruise control. Cruise control. Um, I'd like to see Sandy Bullock reunited with Keanu Reeves in another movie. Yeah, why haven't they done that? I think it's Keanu because she's... Oh, Tim, you bite your fucking tongue if you say anything bad about Keanu Reeves. No, but I feel like Sandra Bullock, Sandy Sandy B is is game for anything, I feel like. Keanu's like... Well, Keanu didn't want to do Speed 2, but he turned out to be right. That movie stunk. Yeah, but get them together in another context, everybody. Get them together in a romantic comedy. That's what everybody wants to see. Get them together in real life. Mm. I'll I'll get the paps after them. Right? The who? Paparazzi. Oh, the the papers, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, we need to write uh, a very classy... Fan fiction. No. Oh. A project, a, a screenplay. <laughs> For we'll them. Get, we'll get it to Sandy. We'll get it to... Uh, Keanu. Keanu Reeves, uh, mm-hmm. Christopher Reeves' son, right? <laughs> Nope. He'll he'll be impressed by your knowledge of Superman. That's how, that's our in. His last name was Reeve, not Reeves. <laughs> anyway, um, oh, doomsday prepping, right? Uh, yeah. Even though I wasn't affected by Sandy, I was still like I did some preparation as far as like making sure I had flashlights and like filling up the bathtub with water, um, then not throwing out the baby with the bath water. That's always my mistake. I've thrown out so many babies, Tom. You can't get those Every back time either. I drain my bathtub, <laughs> I don't drain it. I, I just throw I, it I throw out. throw it out. I throw it in the garbage. Do you know where that saying comes from? Um, like olden times? Yeah, of course, olden times. That's where all the sayings come <laughs> yeah, from. Yeah, okay. Uh, I was right. Because when they uh, used to take baths like 200 years ago, uh, you know, they didn't have indoor plumbing. So they'd have like indoor plumbing, indoor plumbing. They'd have to boil up the water and everything. Usually the bathtub was like on the, you know, Yeah, it's like a, it was like a, yeah, I understand. So everyone would take a bath and it would go in order from oldest to youngest. So the I feel like youngest, it should go middle out. Well, then because like you way? don't want to do you want to take a bath out of uh, after an like an 85 year old man? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Half that thing's going to be piss. Yeah. <laughs> piss and like skin. <laughs> Nice crust of the bathwater. <laughs> Some lily pads of skin. <laughs> um, but so by the time it got to the baby, that water was black. You couldn't see the bottom of it. So don't throw the baby out with the bathwater because you might forget. I guess they submerge babies all I the way. I feel like they were forgetting babies in a lot of contexts. You know what? Babies are the last thing you need to wash. They're fine. I don't know. Their immune systems aren't really yeah, that developed. That's true. Well, then you certainly don't want to stick them in a vat of old people water. I know, yeah. Tom. Uh, I feel like uh, uh, the the middle aged people got to get theirs first because they're the ones out like tilling the fields and stuff. Yeah, right? it's true. Well, they know. would make kids do work. They wouldn't give not a shit. babies. Not yet. Yeah, and a baby's liable to poop in that water, so you don't want to go after the baby. Well, so it's an old man. It's true. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Start middle middle age, middle out. Well, then you need two bathtubs. 
Just get another bathtub, guys. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we're a bathtub for everybody. Or get some indoor plumbing, idiots. Yeah, it's not that hard. I have it. Yeah, I put it in myself. Yeah, I built my bathroom. So I've had a bunch of uh, uh, like supplies ever since I've like slowly been building like a bug out bag. Uh, a bug out bag. Yeah, is that what it's called? That's when you need to bug out, bug out of the city. I just thought it was a go bag or a go bag. Uh, bug out I mean, sounds pretty cool. How about a bug <laughs> off, buzz off bag? <laughs> well, that would be that'd be a bag you gave somebody else to get rid of them. Yeah, like if uh, if somebody like cat calls a woman on the street, uh-huh. she gives them a Here, buzz this, off. Bag. <laughs> this bag's for you, and it's just a boxing glove comes out of the oh, bag I was and punches gonna, them right in the nose. I was gonna say it was full of bees. Ooh, that's another one. Hey, you never know it's gonna be in a buzz <laughs> off bag. Bees and a boxing glove. Yeah. Boxing Double glove whammy. that hits you in the face and then explodes, and it turns out it was all it was bees it was the made whole time. Of bees. Yeah. Uh, so I've had things like uh, a life straw in there. Now explain what a life straw is. A life is. straw is this big straw, uh, like the biggest straw you could ever imagine, like the size of a. Pl- I mean, it's not long. <laughs> well, yeah, it's not a crazy straw. Not to be confused with the crazy. I would straw. say it's about eight inches long. It's about. It looks like uh like a recorder, like an old like uh the recorders you play in grade school. Right. I would say about. It's it's a, it's, it's a, a little it's shorter. A, than it's that, a cylinder. Though. Yeah. It's about eight. Yeah, like a straw dummy. Seven inches long, maybe. Maybe. And maybe one inch diameter. Probably about that. Yeah. So the idea is, uh, it's full of membranes, and you can basically drink any kind of water through this thing. Right, and it'll filter and it will it out. filter it out. So even if you you could drink out of a puddle out of you know water, uh, like still water, that they would be like, don't ever drink out of that. It's full of diseases and and viruses and, and old man skin and and microcosms. Don't don't drink that. You could drink it with microcosms. You could drink it with a life straw. <laughs> You could drink it with a life straw, no problem. Right. No questions asked. Now, I remember you bought this life straw yeah. years ago. Yeah, and I plan on just using it in the bathtub. Well, you're a man who rarely leaves your apartment. Right. Let alone well, leaves Well, that's where the... my bug out bag is. Yeah, like, uh, there's, like you don't venture out of uh, a place with potable water ever, or the potential to lose potable water, right? Well, Tim, when you think about it, all water is portable. Yeah, just not a lot of it. <laughs> so, so uh, I had that. I had like a, a solar panel that let you plug any USB thing in to charge it. But we didn't have cell phone service the whole time. Damn, it doesn't matter. I'm talking about my bug out equipment. Okay. I had my uh, predator knife that I forgot to bring. What's your predator knife? It's just like a real big knife that's very dangerous to you, anyone. Anyone who comes it. across. It's owner and it's owner. Yeah. Uh, there was some knife shenanigans on our trip <laughs> yo, that like could have ended in uh, severe blood loss for, for people. For everyone involved. Yeah. Uh, I, I hate joking around with knives. No. Or, you know what? Because it's the- <laughs> Oh, no, Tim, knife humor is some of my favorite kind. You know what? You, you say like, oh, yeah, like like and the joke is like that never comes up. Uh-huh. But guess what? In our group of friends this past weekend when we were uh, in the woods, like yeah. miles from civilization, it came up a, a lot. A lot of knife jokes. There were so many like <laughs> knife jokes, knife stunts, knife gags. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, all variety of knife humor. Yeah. It's like uh, 
it's the real life equivalent because I hope to God this never happens to me. Mm-hmm. You know when uh, they have a scene in a movie where people are like messing around with a gun, like joking <laughs> yeah, around yeah, with yeah. a gun and like and it flipping always goes it. off. Sometimes it doesn't, uh-huh. but like but the, it's how they raise tension. Yeah, I uh, just don't, just don't do just Tom. Mm-hmm. If you ever get a gun in this place, yeah. I'm, I'm not, gonna, I'm I'm not gonna get a gun in I'm this done. place. Yeah. All right. Just so yeah, you know. Good. I'm not going to get one. All right. I, I don't like guns. Okay. Cool. I'm gonna get a few more knives That's and fine. a couple of uh, swords, <laughs> a couple of uh, just display swords. But you know, they gotta still really. You gotta work. keep them sharp. Everybody will oh, think yeah. they're just display swords, right? And then uh, uh, the last moment. How often do robbers come in here, Tom? Uh, every other week or so. Wow. Yeah. Bad neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. Then you got to skewer a few robbers so they know I'm not to be messed with, not to be trifled with. There was a guy who, like, uh, somebody tried to steal his PlayStation or something. He, like, cut him in half with a samurai yeah. sword. Yeah. Which, like, I mean, yeah, you know, uh, somebody was trying to steal and you defended your house, but, like, you still got to live with cutting somebody in half with a samurai sword. I mean, I feel like if he was one of these goofy gamers, Tom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he might have been like, hey, I... Look, I didn't. I hadn't saved my progress. Am I right, guys? <laughs> so, in your mind, the PlayStation was still on. Yeah, probably. This man had just gone to the bathroom, and a robber was like, "Now's my chance." Yeah, he's like, "Don't unplug it!" <laughs> Hiya! Yeah, exactly. Lunged for the samurai sword, and it was an accident. I'm sure. I'm sure, he didn't mean to kill the guy. Yeah, I just meant to give him a, a, one of those warning shots with the samurai sword. Well, or just get him to stop unplugging it until he could save his progress. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little a person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. HeadGum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HeadGum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. 
Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. All right, Tim, we're doing a whole episode about Yosemite, and yeah. uh, you're going on and on about samurai swords. Let's quit mucking about, Tom. Yeah. That's what I say. So we spent how many days was it total? In Friday. Saturday. Sunday. Sunday. We Monday. left Monday. Running Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then we Thursday, had to leave Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We had to leave New York the day before, right? Thursday, Thursday, and we got to San Francisco, and then early Friday morning, a crack of dawn. Before the crack of dawn, drive out to Yosemite National Park. Now right. Yosemite is the biggest national park, right? I know, I'm not prepared to make that <laughs> statement, Tom. I'm pretty sure it is. It seems it's pretty gigantic. Big. It's like the size of Connecticut, somebody told me. That's not true. Because I saw every inch of that that You did not see park. every inch of that park, Tim. I'm pretty sure I did. I did a lot I covered a lot of ground. Uh, While you guys slept, I went out. <laughs> oh yeah, you went out, hit the town, hit, yeah. the, hit the park. All I know is that uh it was a four hour drive from San Francisco and when we hit Yosemite, it was like, great, we're here. And the GPS still said we were an hour and a half away from where we were camping. Yeah. And I remember... But that's on mountain roads. You have to go like... Oh, yeah. Uh, but I remember even looking at the map thinking like, oh, yeah, uh, where we're going is still like pretty close to like... It's not like it was on the other side of the park. It was still like... Coming from San Francisco was the closest right. way to get there. Now, Tom. Yeah. I never got a clear answer. Okay. I'm not sure if you did. Okay. I'm not sure if you've done research on this. I have mm. not. How many people die every year in Yosemite you National You know what, Park? Tim? I don't have a clear answer because I heard like a bunch of different statistics about right. specific places. And if I added up all those places, it sounds like hundreds of people die every year. Exactly. Uh. And then we're, we're driving in with uh, the man driving the car, a great friend of ours. <laughs> You make it sound like he's a, a driver. No, a great friend of ours. Yeah. Uh, his name's Nick. He's not the best driver in the world. Oh, he's far from it. But he's far from the worst driver, too. Right. Um, he still crashed five times. <laughs> no, but it, you have to often drive on these mountain roads. Yeah, no guardrail or anything. No guardrail. Mm -hmm. And, like, if you go slightly off, Blind, like, if one turns. tire goes off yeah you're tumbling down and nobody's surviving yeah right? yeah you're falling like, hundreds of feet yeah nick wasn't driving great but like you know i mm -hmm. was i was uh nervous enough that like i think he was like trying to be like calm down i'm <laughs> yeah, doing I'm fine my best behavior um but like you gotta think that at least like three or four vehicles a year go off that thing right there's no look i'm not look i know we don't have to live in a nanny state everybody <laughs> doesn't have to to coddle us at all times, but you got to think if you don't build guardrails, a few cars are going to go over that because like people are bad at driving. Well, an interesting thing uh, in general about uh, Yosemite National Park is that it, you know it's super famous. It's it's by far the most famous national park, I would say. Uh, and but it and it's super dangerous, but at the same time, it's also kind of like Disney World. <laughs> in what way? 
in that like everything's just like beautiful and like really well thought out like you know the the stuff that is human made there like roads and everything and trails it's like oh man you know they really thought of everything as far as like where you're going and what you're seeing but you're still out in the middle of nowhere you're in the middle of wilderness right and i could totally see a bunch of people being like uh, it's a national park. It's basically Disney World. Exactly. There's nothing that can hurt you. It's fine. But there's bears there, Tom. There's bears. There's coyotes, which we'll talk about in a bit. Yeah. Uh, and there's more than that. There are just a million places to fall to your death. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's what I had problem with. Falling to your death? Like uh, trying not to fall to my death. Yeah. That was that was hard. Uh, um, did, Tom, I'm getting, I'm getting some, uh, some, uh, 12, 12 to 15 a year. Right. I mean, that's a lot. Yosemite typically sees five or six deaths by the end of July mm-hmm. and 12 to 15 by the year's end. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so like about see. halfway through the year, they have about <laughs> half the amount. Yeah. Of good it. thing yeah. that they broke that yeah. down. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Parks Department. You know what? I mean, that's a that's lot. That's Obama's Parks Department for you, Tom. That's a lot, but at the same time, it's a big area. But I guess not that many people are in there. I want to know per capita, like per visitor. That seems like it's I a think lot. most visitors don't die. Well, prove it to me. Well, Show there were the six evidence. of us there, Tom. Yeah. And I believe all six of us made it out alive. Right. But I didn't see anyone die, so. That's true. That was, I mean. When when you're doing things that are somewhat like like mm-hmm. there there was there was a part of a hike that we did mm-hmm. that was a, that was uh, a little mentally challenging right mm-hmm. uh, because like because you had to concentrate so you didn't fall off a cliff <laughs> yeah if you if you fell off if you if you stepped wrong or did something stupid you could there's a chance that you could fa- fall and die well that's basically the danger of Yosemite Park. And and this is why, you know, not to disparage, you know, accidents happen, people die. But like, for the most part, it was just like, hey, don't be stupid. Right. And that's what I feel like. like... when people are doing knife humor, man. (laughs) Exactly. It's like, just stop doing that and nobody's going to cut an artery. Well, I feel like people always, uh, like a lot of times when you hear about deaths at amusement parks, you and people dismiss it because like, you hear the and it's like oh somebody did something stupid because amusement parks for the most part are, are designed, amusing well <laughs> but they're designed so that like even if you did the stupidest thing imaginable like the ride will right. shut down or something will stop you so i think there are weird people that have that inclination of like oh, i'm gonna push this to the limit see what really happens uh, and the answer in Yosemite a lot of times is like, oh, you'll, you'll, you'll get yeah. very hurt or die. Um, so my thing is like, I'm on one hand, I'm like, oh no, I'm going to fall to my death. Yeah. But also I'm very careful. So I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm not messing around here. I'm not like being like, oh, I'm going to pretend like I'm yeah, going to fall yeah. or whatever. Like, oh, look at me. But I'm we are with off a, a cliff. Yeah. But there are a couple idiots in our in our group of friends and we're all idiots uh-huh. but that like do the thing where it's like they pretend like they're gonna push you oh, and then they yeah, catch yeah. you and stuff Don't and it's like that. you know what <laughs> all it takes is you being a buffoon and guess what you're kind of a buffoon yeah so don't and do that die. um <laughs> but also i'm a i'm very afraid because like there are some like cracker jack assholes up there right 
And they're like... At the top of every mountain, there's some Cracker Jack assholes. Yeah, and they're messing around. It's like, you know what else would ruin my day besides me dying? Watching somebody else Watching die? Watching somebody else to die. Like, yeah. you know what, guys? I don't need to... Like, every time I see on the highway some, like, uh, some motorcycle mm-hmm. guy doing some, like, real dangerous things, it's like... You know what? That'll really suck for everybody if I have to watch you die right yeah, now. If we yeah, all have it's to gonna watch ruin you die, it's, it's going to suck the most for you because you'll be dead. Right. But also, like, but I've still got to deal with your head coming flying yeah, through my windshield, exactly. detached. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not that I'm disparaging people who, you know, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your yeah. accidents, showboats. Yeah. You're you're talking about Show cracker jack assholes, <laughs> man. Yeah. Um, Somebody did make a joke about, like a stranger made a joke about uh, me falling off the mountain at some point. I don't think you should talk. Tom. Yeah. Well, well did you respond in kind? Like, oh, what if you died? And then like <laughs> shot them a, a very menacing look. And then uh, mime pushing them. It yeah. was at the very top, too. It was at the place where like everyone was afraid of falling off. Yeah. Um, the scariest thing to me it wasn't falling. It was just that like. You're far from everything. There is no easy way to get to you if something bad happens, which, again, you're you're concerned about knife play. Like, yeah, if you hit an artery, even if you didn't hit an artery, if you hit anything, I think it would be like, well, you know, it's going to take a, like an hour or two before somebody can get here. That's a there's gore- not there's not roads along the trail that are secret that they can just take a jeep and get out to you well that's what agoraphobia is everybody thinks it's like oh no you're afraid of crowds and you're afraid to go out of your house no agoraphobia is fear of being somewhere where help cannot get to you is that true yeah so like fear of flying like my fear of flying isn't that the plane's gonna crash like I know that, like, eh, it's probably not going to crash. It's that but, you, like, you might if have something di- happens to me up there. If you have diarrhea and there's a long line. Diarrhea, I'm going to poop my pants and what's going to happen? Yeah, like what happened to Charlotte Or, like, Depardieu. that's, like, a lot of uh, fear of elevator and stuff. And, yeah, like, yeah, a yeah. lot of things that are, like, attributed to claustrophobia or something. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's it's really, like, no, if this gets caught between, like, or on the subway. If this yeah. gets caught between and shit goes down, mm-hmm. like, th- I can't get help here. Yeah, and uh, that's my problem with uh, with with Yosemite, or like, you know, we did a a hike that was seven miles in and mm-hmm. seven miles out, and it's like you get seven miles in somewhere, like something bad happens to you, like, and there's people on the trails. I know we saw a ranger. We saw one of the nerdiest rangers of all time. <laughs> one of the nerdiest rangers you could ever imagine. Yeah, and what's that guy gonna do? Yeah, uh, 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 he'd probably poop his pants. He's probably <laughs> he's probably got diarrhea on a plane. <laughs> well, no, it's just that uh, I wouldn't be worried about somebody getting to me. I'd be worried about them getting me out. Right, and, or like uh, just having access to help. Yeah, right. Well, that's what. So we, yeah, all right. So we did. Let's talk about the hikes we did, Tim. Let's, all right. Let's talk hikes. Hike talk. Hike talk. Um, Tom. Yeah. Uh, you and I. Mm-hmm. Neither of us in particularly good shape. Would you agree? I would say I'm potentially in the worst shape of my life. Right. <laughs> and I think a week ago you might have disputed that if I had told you that. Um, because I know I was like, I'm fine. I'm great. You know what? You know, I make I a lot of jokes. <laughs> yeah. 
for the purposes of entertainment, but that's all it is. We all have some laughs. I wouldn't dispute that I was in the worst shape of my life, but I would probably still be like, yeah, but that's still pretty good. That's, that's still a uh, top 10 percentile of all athletes. Yeah. Well, the, the other thing is mm-hmm. the sample that we're drawing from in Yosemite. Yeah. We, yeah, we're pretty in shape, especially like if you go to the suburbs right now right. and you walk around, you're like, yeah, um, I, I can I can walk a hundred miles more than than the next person I see. Well, yeah, for no other reason than like the two of us, uh, like you know, well, you just got a car, Mister yeah. Fancy Pants. Hell but, yeah. But uh, like we don't have cars, we walk to a lot of places, so you at least get like the the. Yeah, I e- walk several miles a day. I'm sure you do yeah. too, right? So it's like you at least get that kind of yeah. exercise. Like, oh, I'm going up flights of stairs. I'm doing things, but like it's still no, it's not. <laughs> And like compared to everybody else out there on the trail, yeah, like you are, you are the weakest oh, on there. Yeah. There, uh, Tom, do you remember we w- went up, we hiked in, and I'm sorry, we'll we'll get to the specific hikes. Okay. Hiking out, both of us dying, one of us more than the other, I'd say. <laughs> um, you know, very last couple miles uh, yeah. hiking out, and we came across a man and his two daughters oh, hiking my God. in, yeah, and. Doing the hardest part, like switchbacks, very steep, yeah. like the part that like almost killed us first yeah, thing yeah, in the morning yeah. that day. There's these two little girls in sundresses yeah. that are just, just like bored. skipping along <laughs> and bored and just yeah. kind of like, Bleh. and we have like all this outdoors gear and we're sucking wind yeah. and uh, almost like, dying. Like, hey, little girl, you got any water? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the little girl's like, nah, I don't need it. Nah, I don't need water. Uh, yeah. I'm just gonna do what you did, like yeah. very easily, and like I got wait, I got started. Like we had to get started early in the morning because we didn't mm-hmm. want to get stranded in the woods. Yeah. When we're leaving, they're just starting, and they're yeah, like, "Yeah, hey, we'll like, get uh, out in time." Yeah, hour in, hour back, we'll be fine. Yeah, little girls were wearing like, like sandals. Yeah, ballet flip-flops. shoes. Yeah. <coughs> so those were some inspiring little girls, Tom. I was very inspired. I. uh I didn't like when you said in ten years I'll be dating one of them. Though. <laughs> I can't believe you that. said that. You're thinking of Donald Trump. I'd never <laughs> said anything like that. Certainly not to the little girl's father, um, who looked like he was in good enough shape that he could have carried all of us all the way to yeah. the to the summit. I mean, he back. certainly could have just like tapped us and m- m- murdered oh, us. Oh, he could have just yeah. blown on me yeah. very strong, and I yeah. would have fallen off a mountain. Um, so we went on two trips. There are two two big hikes. But the first hike, and I never, I was not paying attention to all the hike or all the trail discussion. Tom, a lot of stuff was discussed in those emails that you very proudly did not read before. I going didn't there. proudly not read. They were just so long, and they were. It, you know what? I should have read them. I should have read them so that I was at least aware of all the options. Right. Uh but the first hike we went on, we wound up starting later than we anticipated, and, and and we didn't have the permit that we anticipated. Well, we wanted to go backpacking. We wanted to hike a few miles in, yes. set up camp in bear country, essentially. Right. So where we did set up camp was- Car camping. It was, yeah, it a was a, a campground. Right. So there were, what, like 40-something spots- Throughout, I don't know, maybe like a square mile or something. Sure, I have so you, no idea. <laughs> like once you start getting into square things, how many square feet is your apartment? Ten thousand or like sixty? <laughs> Either one sounds plausible to me. 
we were camping in a place where I could see, we could see our next door neighbors, and then our red our next door neighbors would not stop listening to Red Sox games. Yeah. It really took me out of the whole wilderness experience. And then I could see like uh, fires from the two nearest right. camps. So we weren't on top of each other, but you know we certainly weren't out in the wilderness. Right. But we were out in the wilderness still because we're miles and miles into Yosemite. So there's still bears and everything. Uh, and then one morning I'll talk about briefly at 5 a.m. We were all awoken to a coyote fight happening maybe 100 yards away from us. Yeah, we woke up to all these coyotes howling at the moon and we were like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. A little scary, but cool. But then you hear. <laughs> and then yelping for like a full 10 minutes, just like. And I still have no idea how many coyotes there were. It sounded like a million. I feel like if it started out with a million, there's like 900,000 dead coyotes there. Yeah. Because it sounded... It was violent. Whatever was happening, it was crazy. Yeah. And we were all just frozen in fear. Because, again, it sounded like it was about 100 yards away, but it could have been like five yards away. Yeah. Or it could have been a mile away. We have no... I have no idea how to judge things by sound. No. No. Who does? No. Um, mountain men, maybe. Yeah. Are you afraid of mountain men? Uh, more than anything. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, okay, maybe a bear will come here, but maybe some sicko yeah. will just come and slip my throat. And I'll just be like, <laughs> right. and it'll just be like a thing in the yeah. police And blotter. like a, a bear or a coyote, I can like bang some pots together and yeah. maybe they'll go away. Yeah. My mountain man, that's just going to attract them even more. Exactly. I'd be like, oh, pots and pans. There's probably some beans in those pans. <laughs> They're always on the prowl for mm. beans, these men. Oh, it's been years since I've had a, a nice can of beans. Yeah. And sharpening his knife <laughs> as he's saying that. Uh, so, <sighs> so the first hike. We so were, we were going to we were gonna backpack. We were like going to backpack. Men, like real mountain Like men. real men that you couldn't even believe. And we were going we were gonna to camp out who knows where. Yeah. Somewhere in the wilderness. We didn't have a destination. It was just like. As far as we can make it on the first day, when night falls, we'll 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 gather you wood. Choked up, Tom. I'm getting a little choked up. No, it's basically like, all right, we'll 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 get an idea of when the sun's gonna fall. We we paid attention the night before the to see when well, the, the, when it gets dark, not when the sun when the sun goes fall. away. When the sun falls, we paid attention the day before to see when the sun goes away, and we were like, okay, it's about this time. So, like a half hour before the time maybe an hour we'll need to like keep an eye out for like a source of water uh, a sorcerer uh, a uh, some wood because we'll need to build a fire and we'll need to gather water and we'll need to set up our tents right and eat and all that but uh, somebody <laughs> we yeah somebody was very late somebody was very late so uh, complicating matters yeah also was that people like you and I uh-huh. maybe one other person but mostly you and I uh-huh. We're not thinking that we'd have like 40 to 50 pound <laughs> packs on our back. No. Uh, with like all the stuff that we need for the day and night and the next day. And also like stuff I didn't need, but I thought like, well, it'd be nice to have. Your Game Boy and your Game Gear and yeah, your Tim, Lynx. Well, they don't play the same games. That's true. Um, but then you had to pack all those games too, Tom. Well, you never know which game. And then the light, the, the 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 Game Boy needs an external well, light. Well, it's dark at night. Yeah, it's true. I'm I'm saying it's yeah. a flaw in the design. Yeah. So yeah, we had to pack up a bunch. But for example, I was like, well, I'll probably want to sit in a chair. So like, I've had my chair in my yeah. bag. A uh, bunch of dumb stuff. I, I'd say within the first 
15 feet of that mm-hmm. hike, I accepted death <laughs> or like or defeat. I was like, at some point, I'm going to tap out and just walk back. Yeah. Or and just leave all this stuff in the woods. Yeah. Or I'm just going to die out there and that's going to have to be OK. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I definitely had a similar feeling multiple times. But luckily, we had left so late that I think even if we were able to be, you know, like we were supposed to hike 11 miles in like six hours, I think. Yeah. No, not even five hours with packs on our with backs. packs on our back. A lot of it uphill. Yeah. Which, uh, listen, I know that doesn't sound like a lot, but you do it because like it sound. I was like, yeah, no, I walk a mile in in the city yeah. in like. 10 minutes, it's yeah. fine. I take the subway uh, that far all the time. It's no big deal. Yeah. I've driven in a car hundreds of miles in one shot. Yeah. Guess what? You're not allowed to have a car on the trail. Yeah. This is news to me. Bullshit. Yeah. You call this America. Yeah, it's Barack Obama's Yosemite <laughs> National Park, if you ask me. So we had the packs and everything, uh, and and we realized, like, oh, there's no way we are going to make it before nightfall. So we did a different hike. Which was still, what was it, like seven miles there and back? Eight miles? Um, no, it's like, uh, yeah, it was it was four and a half and then an extra. We did 10 miles that day. Okay. With the packs on our backs. For no reason. For no reason. A bunch reason. of stuff that we didn't wind up That using. we had to bring back and we set up again. We brought a bottle of water and a sandwich and, and we, like carried yeah. it in our hands. Instead, yeah. we like uh, brought a, an a RV. A quarter of our body of, weight yeah. uh, in addition. Uh, only a third for me. <laughs> Well, it would be not only a third. It would be a third. As yeah. much as a third as for me. As much of a third, yeah. yeah. You're very proud of that. I'm, I've, I'm very <laughs> spilt. <laughs> so that hike was bad. But the next day was worse. <laughs> Even though the next day we knew not to bring our stuff. The next day was so much fun, though. Tom. It was so oh, it was much. very bad for you. Yeah, it was so much fun. It was very bad for me. A thing that uh-huh. you did not disclose to anybody in the group before yeah. embarking on these um, th- uh, thousands of feet uh, of altitude. Yeah. Where the air got pretty thin. Uh-huh. Beginning the first hike, I was like, Tom, do you have your inhaler? Yeah. And then everybody else turned around and was like, what the hell? You have asthma? Yeah. And, you know, to to which uh, we all said, sucks to your Asmar. Yeah, from Lord um, of the Flies. Yeah. And then he put my head on a pike. Yeah, so we <laughs> murdered you. <laughs> we dropped a, did one of them drop a boulder on somebody? Yeah, I think that happened to Piggy, and those, then he took his head off. Those boys were- Those boys were bad news. Bad news. Um, the original name of uh, Lord of the Flies was Bad News Boys. Bad News Boys. <laughs> um, we should restore that. Yeah. Well, so I have asthma, but it only affects me like once or twice a year. It's <laughs> when you're climbing <laughs> mountains. Well, but I never been up that high. And let me tell you, they're real stingy with the oxygen at that altitude. Yeah, they don't like to give that out no, at all. There's n- we were like 8,000 feet up, and then we wound up like, and then the hike was another 2,000 feet up. So it was like 10,000 feet yeah. if you do the math. Uh, I trust it. You're doing it at home. Uh, yeah, there was not a lot of air. And that was the thing I was actually like, uh, cause I had to, it was a weird thing. It was weird for me to get used to because like I would stop sometimes 
And somebody would be like, and then I'd be like, all right, I'm ready to go. And somebody would be like, no, no, no. Like, take take more time so you don't have to stop again. And it took me a while to realize that it wasn't, that wasn't it. It wasn't like that I needed to take big rest. It was just that, like, I needed to stop for, like, 20 seconds every 60 seconds. <laughs> and was The 2060 rule. And stopping longer didn't, it helped, like, a little bit more, but not that much more. It was just like, nope. It was just, you know, I took uh, 10 breaths and uh, there wasn't any oxygen in any of those breaths. So now I need to wait a minute, Uh, which was a weird thing because it made me feel at least until the very end. Like less of a man. (laughs) No, it made me feel (laughs) the rest of us like me. It made me feel like I was in better shape than I than I am than I thought just because uh, my breathing gave out so much quicker than anything else. Right. Your body uh, gave out at the end, though. Oh, no. yeah. But at the end, yeah. And that's what I was going to say. Like, uh, like if I saw... My, my breathing gave out, uh, like, uh, three steps before my legs would have turned yeah. to jelly. Yeah. Uh, like, if I saw somebody walking down the street, mm-hmm. the way that you were walking down that mountain, <laughs> I'd be like, I'm going to call the funeral home <laughs> and, like, make Not a reservation to get, like, the best room, like, for the... Like, yeah, well, they'll give you a got, discount. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'd say ten days. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. I was okay. Tom, like, I just want you to have the best room at the <laughs> well, funeral thank you. home for you. Uh, so breathing was a trouble. Was trouble the whole time. Uh, but then on the way down, uh, all of a sudden my knees were just like. Well, I'll tell you, it wasn't all of a sudden. It was while a member of the group, who's not uh, either of us, had to go poop. Uh, which at, in the woods, like a bear, like yeah. those Charmin bears, like the Charmin bears, but he didn't come out dancing like those Charmin <laughs> no. bears. Uh, oh boy. Uh, he came out with a shameful look on his he face. He came out with it, like, mostly terrified because he was basically doing it off the side of a cliff. <laughs> yeah. Cause all of a sudden he was just like, I can't go any further. <laughs> I'm not going to make it. I need to do something about this. Uh, which at the time I thought was great because it gave me like a like cool now I can sit for ten minutes and hey it's not on me yeah. I'm waiting on somebody else but in those ten minutes my knees were like great we're done going to re- yeah and go into repair mode don't worry about how much it's gonna hurt and how stiff we're gonna make everything well that's the thing I was like what an incredible coward Tom is what an out of shape <laughs> idiot but like I just kept going along at a moderate pace because I was in a group yeah. uh, ahead of you and. Then, when I came out of the woods, I didn't have to stop and wait for somebody to poop for 10 minutes. Yeah. So, like, when I came out of the woods, then I sat down for 10 minutes. Yeah. And then when I got up, I started walking like old man Reynolds over here. (laughs) Uh And I was like, oh, that's what happened to Tom. Yeah. Except when he still had two miles to (laughs) to go. (laughs) Two miles down, like, uh, very steep, steep, all rock. So, like, very hard. It, does, um, it didn't help that, that like, this was the portion where we passed those little girls in the sundresses, like, yeah. just like, hey, guys, just doing some, no, and that's some why just normal, everyday bullshit. At the very end, like, the last two miles, which were, like, pretty flat, like, I was still going, I was broken. I was a broken man. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were but, like, if I imagine uh, the Six Flags man. Yeah. Except <laughs> that he wasn't at Six Flags, and so he wasn't very happy. Yeah. And the Venga bus did not bring him there. It's just him at, like, the home, just, like, struggling. I though. was just shuffling. Yeah. But I didn't. <laughs> you were shuffling, like, like a. Like a, like a the zombie. Like a yeah. zombie that already had a big head wound. 
You were uh, staring off into like the middle distance. It was yeah, and like that's why I was going super slow. But those last two miles, I don't think I really stopped because I yeah. was like, if I stop, that's that's uh, I might as well start digging a grave because that's where it's all gonna end. Um, yeah, that sucked. That was, and uh, did you feel a sense of accomplishment when it was over? Um, kind of. I definitely felt a sense of accomplishment when I got to the very top, which the was peak why of clouds rest yeah, is what they call it, right? Which is why, like, part of the reason why I wasn't afraid to be so high up, just because I was so like happy to have made it and be alive. Uh because there were definitely like hundreds of times <laughs> throughout that hike that if somebody was like. Hey, uh, there's a helicopter right over here. We can get. I'd be like, "Oh, yep, all right, <laughs> ten thousand dollars, sure. Yeah. yeah, I'll go into debt for this. Whatever." Um, uh, I turned into an incredible coward. Mm-hmm. Um, a quarter mile from the peak, right? Because you have to scramble over these rocks. Yeah, and if you step, you got to scramble like some eggs. Yeah, you scramble like all the eggs. You got to scramble like eggs, but then it's also. Um, it, it's a very weird like perspective looking up at where you're going because it, it just it feels strange. You're like, what do you mean I'm going up there? There's not a way up there. And there's a steep drop off. Yeah. Here's the thing. Here's where my and There's mind, a steep drop off and there's a on steep both sides. climb yeah. up where it even feels like while I'm climbing up, if I fall backwards, I'm going to yeah. fall a long ways. Just bounce anyway. Yeah. Any way that you bounce is going to be bad. Like a pinball machine. Um. But um, I'm not often in a situation mm-hmm. where I could, like, there's nothing I can do right now in this room. Yeah. Right? Where, like, I will a do something. A mistake some, will kill you. Not even a mistake. Like, if I wanted to, yeah. I can't do one thing that will kill me. Right? Well, yeah. I mean, I've I've baby-proofed this room since you were in here that. a lot. Yeah. yeah. I covered up all the outlets and everything. Um, You know those outlet things that uh-huh. they've... Um, my parents put that in to baby proof it when my brother was a toddler. Yeah. And, uh, he would just take a fork and pry them out of the (laughs) outlets, which is like, he wouldn't have probably gone for the outlets at all until he saw like, oh, there's a thing in there. I'll get that out for them. Charles Manson. (laughs) Uh, so anyway, uh, uh, yeah. So like that was the thing messing me up. Not that like, I'm probably going to fall. It's just that like. I could do one thing. Like, yeah. even if you go to the top of you're a just, high building. You're used to the nanny state. Yeah, I love the nanny state, man. <laughs> Coddle me, Barack yeah. Obama. I want to drink from your teat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, even if you go to the top of the Empire State Building, it's like, well, even if you can't, even if you do climb over that razor wire fence, yeah. <laughs> there's another net to catch you. There's just no, and like, this was just like any, the fact that like, I could just be like, hey, guess what I'm going to do? lean and roll this way and then that's the end of my <laughs> life so long Tim. yeah and how often are you in the situation where all you have to do is lean yeah and then like that, well, that, that if, it'll be the end of you. and if you're in a situation where you have to lean all you have to do is misstep yeah that was actually the only thing that uh scared me on the way up and like i went very very slow on the way up was because i was so oxygen deprived that i kept getting dizzy and like starting to black out a little bit and that's when I was uh, like, no, 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 no. Gotta get that to the peak can't. so I can hug a rock up there. Well, no, not even that. It was just like, like you're going to have to go even slower than you think. Because right. like 
a uh, half second of your vision blacking out could be it. Exactly. So you've got to be very, very careful that you don't black out. And there are a few situations in day-to-day life where I'm worried about blacking out and dying. <laughs> Sometimes I do that when I'm driving a car. I'm like, I, if I black out right now, I'm going 70 but, but miles the, an hour, and I think this might be. Of course, but you're not going to black out in a car for the most part because Sometimes you have Sometimes I'm worried if I sneeze a few times in a row, <laughs> and I'm driving a car. It's like, well, where Where this, it was like, well, you're 10,000 feet up, you, uh, there's no oxygen, you have asthma, and you've exerted yourself harder than you've ever done in your life, uh, so... Be careful. Yeah. God forbid you have five sneezes in a row. <laughs> oh, man. Might put you over the top. The only time I was scared Go up- Go down like a rag doll. The only time I was scared up there was because I went up by myself because some people had gone up ahead. Me. And, and the, yeah, but from what I heard, you had a very specific arrangement. I had somebody, uh, <laughs> I, was, I was following our good friend, Jeff. Mm-hmm. I was following whatever foot he put down. Like, the concept needed to be proven- Every right. step of the way, like okay, yeah, oh, yeah. that's a well, stable that's rock. Well, that's kind of what I have to say about this. Um, and behind me was a friend of ours, Sean, going like, "You got this, buddy. You yeah. got it. You and, got and it." And by far the person having the easiest time yeah. with all this. Yeah, uh, he was doing a jig behind me. So I was coming up with somebody who couldn't make it uh, to the very top. They they suddenly got like vertigo and just a horrible fear of heights. Uh, so I had to go up alone. And there was nobody else going, not even like outside of our group of friends, whatever. So I didn't have that that Jeff proving which rocks. Oh yeah, and I would not have known which way to go. No, and especially up towards the top, there was very little indication of like what, where's the path here, right. what's the right way to go. Uh, hey, it where's the beef, right? It wasn't very obvious, and that was the only time I was scared because there was a part where. Uh, from one rock to another, what you had to do was like go down, uh, slide down kind of. And it was like pretty far, you know, maybe like three or four feet and then like go along another thing and then pull yourself back up. But what I saw was, well, I guess you have to jump from this rock to this rock. <laughs> and it was not like, a, like Laura Croft, the tomb. Raider. Yeah. And it was not a far jump whatsoever. But it was. But if you jump wrong, you die. Yeah, and it was far enough that you couldn't step. Right. So you had to jump. And the second my other foot left the ground, I had the most regret I've ever had in my life. Do you feel like that's gonna be the feeling that you have before you die? Like, why did I? Oh, uh, why did I do that? Probably. Yeah. I hope not, but... I always said uh, my last words are going to be like, no, 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 wait, I was kidding. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, watch this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that that turned out to be okay. And like in like in midair, instead of having like, um, uh, like my life flashing before my eyes, I saw myself like shopping for my hiking shoes on Amazon being like, well, these shoes are $5 cheaper. <laughs> and then like comparing my insoles at Walmart the day before and be like, these ones are good enough. <laughs> Tying my shoes earlier, like, eh, that's fine. <laughs> like all these things adding up to me falling off a cliff. Uh, but they didn't. I made it. We both made it. We Tom, bo- we are alive. Yeah. Uh, but it was great getting to the top of that. 
It would have been great getting to the bottom, except I was just utterly broken. Yeah. To the point a where- A broken man. Like, we but bought- But guess what? We built you back up that night with some hot dogs and some beers. <laughs> oh, those hot- Well, that's what I was going to say. I was so tired, I wasn't hungry. Any, I Same for me. I had half a sandwich this whole day because I was just sick mm. <laughs> about everything. But then when I got back, I started eating. And everything was the most, you know, uh, Oscar Mayer hot dog was the best meal I've ever had in my life. But the thing that I thought would be satisfying that wasn't was beer. We bought so much beer, all of us. I think collectively six beers were drank. Yeah, I didn't drink any beer that weekend. We were all uh, dramatically dehydrated yeah. all week. I didn't bring enough water that second day. I, I was pissed at you for not bringing enough water. I was pissed at me for not bringing enough water. Because here's the thing. Yeah. Towards the end, remember when I gave you my water bottle? Yeah, yeah. That was after I did some pretty uh, <laughs> high-level calculus where I was just like, all right, I'm going to hoard this for as long as I can until I make sure that <laughs> Tom, I don't need it. I'm pretty sure Tom's yeah, close to death. Exactly, and that I'll survive. And then, like, I think I, like, poured, like, enough you poured out some into of it another. In the, in, the, in the ground? Yeah, yeah, I was trying to, to I was planting some plants. I'm going to go back next year and see what, what grew. Um, Tom, mm-hmm. tips? Any Yosemite tips? You never have enough water. Well, the first day, I didn't run out of water. I brought so much water, but I brought so much of everything. So then the second day, I was like, I don't need them. So- I don't you need you sleek, streamlined Tom. Yeah, uh, but that was not the case. I would say next time, so I had a life straw, but then our friend Jeff had this other contraption where you could like fill a oh. thing with water and then filter it through. That was great. But then on Amazon, I saw they have a $75 thing that's like uh, like you press a button. It just goes like and sucks the water up and filters, which seems Here's like it'd be great. Here's the thing about hiking and ba- uh, backpacking and camping. Mm-hmm. Like all these hardcore like backpackers that are like, I'm going out into the wilderness like hundreds of miles from yeah. anywhere and I'm going to be. That's cool and everything. Mm-hmm. But all they really did was spend a lot of money. Because, like, you can buy anything that will make it, like, you can buy a sleeping bag that will keep you warm and also, like, uh, fold up to, like, be the, the size of a, a sugar cube. Yeah. But, like, yeah, that'll cost you $1,200 or yeah. whatever. So it's like, you can buy all that stuff. And so when it's, like, these hardcore outdoors guys, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, you just went to REI and spent, like, $25,000. I could do that. I just don't want to. Yeah. Take out a second mortgage on my house. You don't even have is. a house or a, force, or a first mortgage. I do. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, the secret family. The secret family. Um, I have, a, I, Tom, I'll tell you this. I have a secret family. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a secret wife, secret mm-hmm. children. I have a secret podcast with a different other guy. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, now that's, now that's just I have a too second much. Secret, that's a step too far. I have a second secret Toyota Corolla. Tom, I got it all. I got the works. Wow. You're, yeah. you're, you're double dipping yeah. in every way possible. It's exciting. I'm, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just waiting for it all to come crashing down on me, but I can't imagine a way that it would. But I'll tell you this much. The filtered uh, stream water was the best water I've ever had in my life. Well, that's because so you were deli- fucking was, hallucinating yeah, by the time you de- needed it. Damn, yeah. I hadn't pooped in five days because I, I was know, so dehydrated. Which is like, for you, yeah. Tom, I've uh, been here for an hour and a half. <laughs> You've pooped six times. Yeah. That's because I'm, right. I'm drinking a lot of water. Yeah. Uh, so 
Beer was no good. Maybe like the first sip of beer was great. But then after that, it was just like, I don't want this anymore. I just want more water, please. <laughs> um, coffee was still great, though. Coffee was great. And then coming back and having like real coffee. Uh, fantastic. Uh, so those were great. What else did I appreciate? You didn't even drink much. You know what I think it was? What? Most of your problems... I didn't see you drink any soda. Yeah, that no, that was a big problem. I Next time like I would bring a lot more hardcore soda. Hardcore soda withdrawal. Yeah, no, I got uh, like a soda on the way back, and holy moly! Yeah, I heard you. It was like it got pretty. I was driving. Yeah, it, it got pretty, pretty erotic. Yeah, in the back seat, I was just like, I turned the rear view mirror up yeah. to the ceiling, so I didn't have it's to. Like, oh God! Yeah, I didn't accidentally uh, catch a glimpse of what was going on in the back seat. Yeah, so that was all great. Also, coming back and just feeling like a real man felt great. Did you feel like a real man when you came back? Um, I did. I mean, both of us went to uh, a spa the next day. We went to a bathhouse. Yeah, a yeah. Russian bathhouse. We house. got some baths. Oh, that was great. Saunas, jacuzzis, hot tubs, cold tubs, cool tubs, you name it, tubs. Yeah, stop calling me tubs, Tom. <laughs> Uh, that was great. Uh, oh, that was so great. Uh, I just, I'd just like to sit here and think about it for a minute. That was the best idea anyone's ever had. Their friend Nick was like, you know, when we go back to San Francisco, I know this Russian bathhouse with all these. Uh, we'll go to the San Francisco bathhouse. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we we're like, can we just go there without showering and stuff? They're like, yeah, it's no problem. I, I was, oh, I, I was disgusting. Tom, I'll. Let you in on a secret. What? I told people I changed my shirt. <laughs> Who asked? I flew in this shirt. I, I, I went to uh, JFK Airport uh-huh. on Thursday afternoon yeah. in one shirt. I arrived on Monday afternoon in San Francisco wearing that same T-shirt. Wow. Like, I changed Ooh. zero of my clothes the entire time I was there. Why'd you bring so many then? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But it also, it was Did so cold. Did you not cold. change because it was so cold? It yeah. was so cold at the campsite. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like would, we woke up and there was ice on our tent. Yeah, and our water would freeze. My phone yeah. wouldn't turn on after the first day. Yeah, you couldn't call your 1-900-sex numbers. So. <laughs> I couldn't call my 1-900-sex numbers. Uh, yeah, it was... Uh, yeah, I was unaware that it would drop below freezing every night. Yeah. Uh, which that was one? a fun surprise, wasn't it? <sighs> that was horrible. I hate I hate the cold, and I love sleeping. So to have cold ruined sleeping it's, is uh, the worst nightmare imaginable. Yeah, it's your two greatest enemies teaming up against you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that was horrible. No, I changed a fair amount, and then like the last night, I boiled water so I could wash my hair and face because I, I just felt yeah. so disgusting. I thought that was a little prima donna ish. I'll tell you what, she though, she made us all like watch. Well, it was like flash dance. It was very erotic. It was erotic. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you this much: it felt great. It really felt great. But that shower the next day at the bathhouse—that <sighs> oh. was the best bathhouse shower I've had in my life, Tom. <laughs> Well, and it was like a detachable nozzle. So it was just like, yep, that because that's what I need. Because like, look, there's, there's angles that you there's angles get, that yeah. normally yeah. wouldn't matter. Yeah. But right now matter more than you could ever imagine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should leave it on that note. <laughs> oh, but I was going to say I felt like a real man when I came back. I, I, I almost started a street fight. <laughs> Wait, what? 
Tim, I just felt so happy to be alive and so burly. Uh, but you almost died. Just, yeah, and, but I did And these little girls were doing the same thing in sundresses. Yeah, but this guy doesn't know that. Just, I've had this whole thing. I didn't know that you went there either. Uh, well, it didn't matter, Tim. I just had the swagger, the confidence yeah, of a mountain man. Uh, there have been all these, like, bros moving into my neighborhood lately. Yeah, guess what? You know why yeah. I moved out of Brooklyn, oh, Tom? Because my neighborhood, that happened to it. This guy. Come to Queens. It's weird there. <laughs> This guy was like uh, yelling at a guy who was parallel parking. And he's like, use your mirrors, bro. Use your mirrors. Because the guy wasn't using his mirrors to parallel, parallel park. Yeah. But he just like kept yelling at it as he's oh, walking. So like, don't look. You ever parallel park? I'm sure this bro has. You want somebody yelling at you? Exactly. Thing? I got to turn anything. off the radio. I got to tell everybody to shut up. So this guy's like as he's walking and he just like keeps saying it to this guy. And uh, I came up to him. I said, mind your own business. Oh, yeah. And you him a buzz mm-hmm. off. You give him a buzz off. Yeah, I gave him a real buzz off. And boy, it shut this bro up like nothing else. Because uh, he was like, wow, that's a mountain man telling me. Yeah, a bro bag. He didn't know you were a mountain man. He just knew you had the confidence of a mountain man. <laughs> you can't call me a broke, broke back man, broke no. back mountain man. Ah, probably. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was I was ready to. I want an excuse to tear this guy apart. <laughs> I was, yeah, your knees probably would have given out. <laughs> no, but I was already home, so I had my uh, my predator knife again. <laughs> oh yeah, you just carry that. <laughs> yeah, around, no, right? it's on my belt. One time I was uh, walking down the street, and mm-hmm. you know these uh, men that walk with the. Uh, like a shopping cart and like uh, scavenge for cans. Yeah, to... yeah, yeah. Recycling. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, these guy, this guy, I've seen around a bunch mm-hmm. of times, and I was like, oh, that's cool. Um, and then like somebody was walking their dog. Yeah. And the dog started barking at the guy, mm-hmm. and the guy's like, ah, no, it's okay, it's okay, just uh, keep the dog away. And then I see this man pushing the the shopping cart pulls out this huge Rambo hunting knife <laughs> and just like has it like hidden on his side. So like the person walking the dog can't see. Yeah. But like if that dog came an inch closer, this guy would have sprung into action, just Yikes. decapitated that dog. And I was like, this is not the friendly neighborhood. Like, yeah. uh, you know, junk oh, man. This I is thought not Mr. Rogers. Yeah, neighborhood. Yeah. So yeah. I had to move Tom. <laughs> you had to stop hanging out with the junk man yeah. at least. I framed him for a murder too. Oh, good. So I knew I wouldn't encounter him anymore. Yeah. I framed a lot of people for murders, but that's a that's a tale for a different day. Hey, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. If you like the show, you can uh, find out more at tcgt.com. You can support the show by supporting our sponsors, but also by going to tcgte.com/amazon for the easy way. Do your Amazon shopping. Doesn't cost you an extra cent. We get a little bit. Uh, in our purse and or the fun way tcgt.com slash pledge where you can uh, pledge to our Patreon where you can get all kinds of fun bonuses like uh, uh, mini episodes called Amazing Facts. Yeah, the thrilling conclusion coming it's up. It's coming week. up. The penultimate episodes this week. And also, uh, it we're gonna we're gonna do something else. I think we might do a, a like a Patreon pilot season. I think yeah. we're gonna try out a few new mini episodes. And yeah, because uh, we're gonna replace out. amazing facts with a different yeah. type of thing. Did you see me wince just now? Yes, Tom? I did. It's because like I'm a, a radio professional, so I wasn't gonna. Yeah, I just realized uh, this. We had discussed 
this was uh, going to be a, a live streamed episode. Yes, that which didn't, we didn't happen. Do. Yeah, so we'll do it later on this <laughs> <Yes>. month. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah. you get live streams. You get you get things. It's you fine. get all kinds. Yeah, of yeah things. it's great. Uh, you can follow. You'll love it. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash complete guide. Follow us on Twitter at complete guide. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. You can follow me on those things at your pal, Tim. And if you want to email us, the complete guide, everything at gmail.com. Yeah. We'll answer it. Well, no, if you send us a problem, (laughs) we might do it on the air. Yeah. I've tried to get better at answering emails. It's nice. It's great. It's a great thing. Tom, Mm -hmm. we're a head gum podcast now. Yeah. You can tell by the, the, um do you think they knew when they when they're like hey come be on headgum that mm-hmm. like the yosemite national park episode would just be us talking <laughs> about like walking around like our misadventures in the park like do you think like i think this more than anything like yeah. might be like w- before we were going to yosemite yeah i was like Oh, you know what? I bet there's an informative podcast about that. And I looked, and there are. About Yosemite. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, somebody eventually is going to search for this uh-huh. and be very disappointed. Yeah, they're never going to get this far. Bosses uh, are going to be upset about this. They'll be like, get in here. Yeah. We, we we hired you for. Inf- that's on them. Yeah. If, the, if you thought we were going to. Like, the one thing that I've been wondering about for the last 10 days is how many people die every year and it took me <laughs> googling it on my phone while i was talking before yeah. to, to look that up i didn't even do that and like that was the the most interesting thing that i thought well, because tim look you're not some uh some uh computer geek you go out there and you find the information yourself you're like yeah. i'm not gonna do yosemite podcasts about things i google yeah reading shit off wikipedia like yeah. some a-hole i'm gonna go out there and experience it for myself so i've got first-hand accounts yeah cool T- tell you about the the coyotes that almost ate us I don't think those coyotes, they were after coyote blood. Yeah, I felt like we could have gotten mixed up in there somehow. Yeah, like, like in a cartoon. I, <laughs> I pictured it a big dust ball. Yeah, and then one of the coyotes steps out, yeah. and they don't and even know. looks at them like, can you believe this? Yeah. Uh, I just didn't want them to get any of our uh, canned chili. We that did was... eat a lot of canned chili. Yeah, I got the force to prove it. All right, see you next week. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>